jinkies. Oh, what's that gross book made out of skin? It's not a book. It's a tome made out of skin. Ew. What's it say? Behold the collected apocrypha of Stacy Ponder, the writer for Final Girl. And Anthony Hudson, the programmer for Queer Horror. And together they are... Oh my god! Don't read it out loud! Don't read it out loud! of Darkness! So... <laughs> I have nothing to say this week. Me, Stacy Ponder. Nothing? I mean, I well, I have things to say about the movie that we're going to discuss. But in terms of upfront business, etc., I have absolutely nothing. I might as well have been in a coma since the last time we recorded. <laughs> You've been in uh, cryostasis. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. So, I said before we started recording, I said to Anthony... I have nothing to say, basically. And then Anthony said, I shouldn't talk about fisting, right? (laughs) And on the one hand, I agree with that statement. (laughs) On the other hand, I mean, I have nothing to say, so now's the perfect time to... Shove your opinion up there. Whatever you have to say. <laughs> the floor is yours. The council calls on the representative to speak refisting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Well, the trauma is fresh. Uh, so, okay. So, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> how do I talk about this? Um, well, I t- also told you I had to put Benadryl itch cream on, on my mosquito bite. I got some mosquito bites. So I went to the river. There are there are two gay beaches in Portland, Oregon. Uh, well, around Portland, Oregon. And, you know, gay beaches attract gay people, it turns out. I was not informed of this. I was very upset to see so many um, homosexuals in one place. Uh, so I'm walking down the beach, getting mosquito bites. Not a euphemism. Walking down the beach, and then, um, Stacy, I could have lived my whole life. Not to see what I was about to see. Was there just waterside fisting happening? <laughs> it's like a From Here to Eternity remake. Yes. Were they just? They were just fisting on the beach. Just fisting on the beach. Waterside fisting. Like here's the thing: at the gay beach, you know, shenanigans wow. happen, right? Shenanigans of happen. Course. Usually, people find places. To perform shenanigans. Wow. Sometimes, every now and then, there's like the person that, the or pe- or persons, plural, who, you know, something will happen right there and, every, and, and it, it just happens. However, this was a new, a new something for me. Wow. So, so I'm walking, I'm walking down. I'm walking down the beach, walking down the beach, just like a sunny day, 88 degrees, the water's real nice, you have to be a little careful because it's kind of slimy so you can fall in real easily and get steep real fast. There's like some dudes standing around a corner, I'm like, what are they all looking at? I turn my head, 
Waterside fisting. Welcome to Fist Face. Fist Fest, everybody. I was <laughs> Wow. Wee. And it was just, it was just in, out, in, out, in, out. And they had the goo. They use goo, apparently. Um. My mouth is hanging open. <laughs> wow. Waterside I... fisting. It's a genre. The genre. It's a it's a Sea World attraction, is what it is. <laughs> wow, we, wow, we. That's hardcore. I mean, it's one thing to do other things. Even so, I personally, I'd be like, let us find somewhere without prying eyes. Yeah. Uh, but to just, wow. Well, just right in the open. Like, this was not, like, Stacey, Stacey Jane Ponder, this was right there. This was on the path. This was on the path. Wow. The path, like, the path, there's the water. The water comes up to the path. And then wow. much further down, path, farther past the path, there's the trees and the trails and all of that, where, where one could have a, find a, a, a cranny for wow. time for fun times but this was right on the path this was this was here there be dragons well and they have goo i i mean i honestly <laughs> don't know what to say i don't know what to say it's... i i mean i, I... <laughs> It's a lot. That's you know, I have. It's a lot. It's one of those things that it's always like a you know, good for you, not for me. <laughs> there are some things that people do with their bodies to their bodies that I say, I bless you for finding pleasure wherever ye may find it. But I say, is that what? Is that meant to happen? This is tricky. This is a slippery slope. It's a slippery slope. It was a slippery slope yesterday too. This is it's a it's a it is a I'm not here to yuck a yum. We've had this right. conversation on the show. If you want to shoot yourself up with eggs, and well I mean, you know, if you want to deposit the eggs sure. by all means. By all means, enjoy it in your consensual space having consensual egg injection. But, but I do have to ask, because, you know, I'll have those moments when I'm scrolling through Twitter and then all of a sudden I accidentally stumble on someone like shoulder deep in a twank. Yeah. And I say, when it's like alien and Ripley's having the nightmare and the the face hug or the chest burster is like, you can see it popping out of her stomach. Yeah. Yeah. That can't be healthy. That can't be good for the two. That's the thing. It doesn't seem like it's safe i mean i guess it is because not everybody who does it ends up dead or in the hospital but it just seems like no it has to be bad for the tubes it has to be bad for the tubes it has to be so this is a question i have and granted am i concerned about having stumbled on the fist i don't begrudge them I was in a gay space i consider that you know when you enter a gay space i think that is I don't think it's consent, but I think you should be prepared. Sure. Right? So it's like, well, 
that's on me for stumbling into that space. <laughs> I mean, I feel I would feel the same way if it were like a heterosexual couple doing it. Is it's like I'm not. It's not that I want to see it. I feel like there are places you should probably refrain. Uh, you know, the yeah. grocery store checkout yeah. line. Like you mm-hmm. could wait till you get to the parking lot. But if I'm yeah, walking... the parking lot, Trader Joe's parking lot is where <laughs> that happens. But if I was in the Trader Joe's parking lot and there was a couple of any variety going at it on the car hood, I would just be like, Ugh, and then I would just keep going. I'm not going to be like my eyes. Like I just <laughs> you didn't have cons- I didn't consent to looking at you. It's just like they're, they're not. They're not fisting at me. They are fisting and I walked by. And to me, there's a huge difference. <laughs> this is the question. Ask yourself, are they fisting at you? <laughs> right. Like, I mean, it doesn't take that long to close my eyes. Do exactly. you know what I mean? So if they're not doing it at me and endangering my safety or assaulting me or anything like that, if I just happen to walk by people doing it, it's like... Well, yeah. I'll just keep walking. Like, and maybe that's just because I'm old, and I I think that we all live in a community space, and we cannot all grant each other consent for the things that exist in the world. Do you know exactly. what I mean? Like, yeah, I didn't consent to Trump being president. Uh, sure. There's no, and there's no such thing as safer safe space, right? We try to make safer spaces, but there's no such thing as safe space. Sure. Uh, we can't we can't um, control our existence. To do so is uh, impossible. So, but that's the thing. They weren't, no, the, the heterosexual couple injecting each other with eggs in the Trader Joe's parking lot. They're not, <laughs> they're not in a shopping cart following you and going like, eh, eh, is Look at this. The egg. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, how many more do you think we can plop in here? You know, they're not there's doing a difference, that. That's there's different. a difference between a flasher even on the sub listen mm-hmm. i lived in new york you live in new york you are going to see things you don't want to see and some of them are going to be pointed at you uh specifically at you do you know what i mean like yeah and that's not cool no but if i stepped onto a subway car and there was people fisting each other on the seat i would say well i'll wait for the next train thank you politely declines yeah. <laughs> yeah you know like i just i don't know it's i think it's a line and everybody's got their own line but i just it's the same thing of like don't wear a g-string at pride because what if i exactly. see it like, exactly and then i'll be traumatized and i'll have to go in there i didn't get it i understand triggers i'm not here oh to, absolutely i'm not here to to upset that or judge or come for that um, but I do, I do think I support the, I want the world to know, I want the world to know I support those men fisting on the path. Um, sure. Way to queer up space, gentlemen, if that's how you identify. Right. Did I need to see it? Probably not. Absolutely not. But that's why, <laughs> yeah. that's why I came around the river bend, just like Pocahontas. Thank you. <laughs> I looked over. I said, what are these gentlemen looking at? I turned my head. I immediately turned my head back and kept walking. There are going to be people who want to stand there and watch. There are going to be people who want to lie there while someone is elbow deep in them and have people watch. <laughs> Everyone gets off on different things, whatever. I just, I don't know. I, they, I, just, I just say, choose your battles. You but know? ultimately, will I ever understand it? Oh, absolutely not. No. Just like Blast and the Rosebud. I'll never understand the, the, the love for the Rosebud. I... 
or the eggs or the fist. If you've been on the internet for more than 10 minutes, we all remember Internet 1.0 and all the pictures that all of us were eventually subjected to when a friend <laughs> trolled us and said, you have to look at this. Anytime you get a link sent to yourself. What Anytime. The, what was the old man? Goatsy. There was yeah. Goatsy. There was Goatsy. There was the Lemon Party. There was Tub Girl. Tub Girl. Two Girls, One Cup. We've all seen these things that we did. Did we consent to any of them? No. Were we scarred by them? Of course. Oh, show that to the youth of America today. (laughs) You couldn't open links from your friends. No. You know. And And that's why now, that's why some of us have gumption. (laughs) We were tougher back in 2000. (laughs) Yeah. When your friend sends you a link to Goatsy. Honestly. On AIM. And every time it worked. It every worked. Every time they got me. I don't care if it's, it's things, two girls, one cup. I don't care if it's not real. It was real in my mind. And I got through a, a friend of mine came over. Oh, and God, you me, watched it? Me and my roommate, she was like, have you guys seen two girls, one cup? And we were like, no. And she was like, you gotta see it. And so she put it on. And I made it like. 15 seconds before I actually thought I was going to throw up. I was like, like, I'm going to throw up right here. And so I I left the room. Oh, wow. See, my friends all watched it at my place, actually, multiple times. But I didn't watch it. Oh, it's awful. Isn't it like they eat the poo and then they throw up the poo and then they eat the poop and then they poop the throw up and then they eat that and then they throw up the poo and then they eat the poo? Pretty much, yeah. And it's like, I've heard, I mean, I don't know what the truth of it is. It's like, I've heard, well, it's just ice cream. It's just this. And I'm like, but they did it so it came out of a butt. Yeah. How you do know you, what like, I mean? Are I mean, they could... like the Stepford Wives and they put soft serve machines in their butt? <laughs> I guess. I mean, you could probably cram some up there and then squirt it out. But I just... <laughs> I've, I've seen that on Twitter. Too. But my wonderful imagination, it was real enough to me, and I could not hack it. I fully admit I could not hack it. So See, and this is what Baudrillard spoke about when he wrote The Procession of the Simulacra. Exactly. So. Thank you. Finally. <laughs> Finally, we brought it back to academia, <laughs> as we always yeah. do. Yeah. So, again, like you said, triggers, sure. Absolutely. I know trigger. Oh, you need a trigger warning. Like, we all have things we need trigger warnings for. I'm really super looking forward to September 11th this year when it's the 20th anniversary. And it's going oh, yeah. to be inescapable. Yeah. Um, Remember when? Remember that thing you lived through directly in the place where you lived? <laughs> Remember the worst day of your life that you still can't completely deal with? <laughs> yeah. That, that replay. It's the 20th on anniversary. Your... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Yeah. So, you know, we all have our things, and that's, and if fisting is one of them, if uh, someone letting it flop around at a G-string is one, I get it. That's fine. Sure. Well! <laughs> um, so I that's... guess we've all seen what happens when Stacy has no upfront business. <laughs> and I've been way upfront in somebody else's business. So anyway. Uh... <laughs> well, this has been a turn. This has been quite an upfront business day. <laughs> You're welcome. If this is your first episode with us, thank welcome and thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. 
People have asked us if we're okay. If you can tell, <laughs> we've never been better. <laughs> yeah, I'll be sure to find something to do before the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh... refrain from leaving my house. <laughs> yeah, no more, no more gay beaches for you. <laughs> so today we're talking about Kathy's curse. <laughs> A natural prologue for this film. <laughs> yeah. Another wow. evil child film. Yeah, finally, I, I made you watch it. If you people did. haven't seen it, it's available on Tubi. I think it's on Amazon. There are countless bootleg versions of this movie, dollar store versions of this movie. It's real easy to find. Which is maybe the ideal way to watch it because it's a dollar store movie. <laughs> it's a very much a dollar store movie. I have to say I watched the Blu-ray and I mean, we'll get to it. But uh, there's two versions of it. Oh? Of this movie. Yeah. So I watched, because I had seen the shorter original cut, which, believe it or not, makes less sense than the director's cut. Oh, really? Uh, Yeah. It's like 10 minutes shorter or something. I wonder which one I saw. I rented it on the Amazon for $1.99. It's like 90 minutes versus, was there a placard at the beginning telling like text saying like George Gimbel and his father was there a text placard at the beginning or no I don't remember that okay then you saw the director's okay okay um so basically the movie is available everywhere uh <laughs> I love this movie so much man I am a fucking convert this movie <laughs> Like I think, I think at the uh, when we after the last show when we were deciding what we're gonna do this week, um, I think I you said Kathy's curse and I was like, is it good? And you said no, but it's incredible. <laughs> yeah, and that's absolutely what this movie is. Yeah, I mean, quote unquote, is it a good movie? I don't know that there's any stretch of the word good <laughs> that could include this movie. Is it? <laughs> Perfect and incredible and one of the best times you'll probably ever have with a movie. Absolutely. Oh my god, this movie is remarkable. (laughs) It really is. I sat down and I I knew, because I had wanted to see this for a long time, because I feel like like you reviewed this on Final Girl eons ago. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those that has been imprinted in my mind forever of like, this is a Final Girl watch that I need to catch. And then I just never did, (laughs) because I clearly did my homework. Uh, and may, I'm, I'm honestly, maybe I'm, I'm so happy that I could follow up Fist Fest with this, that I could go from <laughs> yeah. a place of sheer confusion to even more confusion. And then ultimately to come out of that tunnel of confusion and to find joy, nothing, uh, unhindered joy. It is such a good time. It, there are so many instances, even though I've seen it before laugh out loud funny because this movie at the at the core of it it's like kathy finds a doll in the attic her aunt uh burns to death 30 years prior when her aunt was a child she burned to death kathy finds her aunt's doll kathy gets possessed by the spirit of her dead aunt and kind of the doll it's questionable and that's pretty much it right it's like it's a post exorcist evil child possession kind of thing however this movie makes 
zero in the moment to moments of this film it makes no sense <laughs> it has its own logic yes but it's not like a dream logic of like wow it's so otherworldly or like something like i don't know Mandy or something where it's like there's mm-hmm. this weird like who are the people on the motorcycles it's a dream logic or like no, let's no, scare no. Jessica to death like this right ethereal unknowable it just has its own logic that makes no sense <laughs> and it's perfect <laughs> it's so much fun why is Kathy possessed by a little misogynist that <laughs> 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 just makes her hate women and because, why well, I love that? <laughs> <laughs> well, at the beginning, it starts out in the past. So the, mov- the movie starts out either with a placard telling you what's happening, or we just get <laughs> into it. Uh, basically, Laura's mother took her brother, George, and left the father. The father grabs Laura... And they get in the car and they're going to chase and find the mother and find the brother, George. And (laughs) the father comes home and is like, where's your mother? And Laura's like, she left with George. And the father says, your mother's a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) She'll pay for what she's done to you. (laughs) She'll pay for what she's done for you. And through the whole rest of the movie, it's like Laura, from that point on, hated her mother. And thought her mother was a bitch, and then they die, and so when she comes back, it becomes, all women are bitches! Yeah! <laughs> when, when Kathy uh, has some child, some neighborhood friends over, and the kids all decide to play outside, and they have a little big toy car, and so they decide to, let's play accident. You be the little girl, and you be the dad, and now repeat after me. All women are bitches. Repeat! And the little boy is like, all women are bitches! <laughs> I rewound it. I rewound it yeah. twice. I kept rewinding this movie. I don't do that with our our, our reviews. Um, I rewound the bad seat exploding, because that was hilarious. But usually I just don't do it. I let it just watch all the way through, and I let it stew. But this, I was like, I just have to keep reliving the hits. Yeah, I have to see this moment again. (laughs) I have to. So as Kathy, so George is all grown up now. It's 30 years later. He moves back to his childhood home with his daughter Kathy and his wife Vivian, who has suffered a nervous breakdown. And we know this because she says... Listen, George, you know and I know I've had a nervous breakdown, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's not hereditary and it isn't catching. (laughs) So she's kind of, you know, on edge through this whole movie. Slightly. Um, Slightly on edge. Uh, And then, you know, Kathy finds the doll in the attic. Everyone throughout the film refers to the doll as a filthy rag. And I don't know why. (laughs) It's not a rag, it's a doll. It's not even a rag doll. Yeah, it's a doll that has its eyes sewn shut. There is that. Um, But everybody's like, what is that filthy rag? Where did you get that filthy rag? Oh, with a filthy rag! And it's like, it's a doll! Have you people (laughs) never seen a doll? (laughs) But that's like, there's some... There's some incredible continuity issues, too, where people will refer to things that never happened also <laughs> like like when when they come then they come into the house for the first time and then kathy c is walking in the house and she just goes up to her room by herself later and then the parents are having to talk and they're like didn't you see how how much she loved her room and it was like you weren't there for that 
We, the viewer, were there for that. You were, you're, you're forgetting what you showed us, filmmakers. So it is a rag. Yeah. It's one so. of those, it's one of those movies where you can almost see when people say things or things happen, you can almost see how it might have made sense in the mind of the person who wrote it. Yeah. But it doesn't make any sense. Like, I think my favorite example that I don't know how many times I had to rewind it. One of my favorite moments in the movie is when Kathy starts acting up. And like a like any good possessed girl, she starts acting out. Right? Her language. Her attitude. <laughs> <clears throat> and so she's having breakfast. The housekeeper, Mary, is there. <laughs> and it's an incredible sequence. Kathy picks up her cereal bowl and throws it against the wall and it smashes into a million pieces <laughs> and the kindly housekeeper mary says oh don't worry i'll clean it up and she goes over <laughs> there's like a thousand shards of ceramic on the ground she picks up two of them and says they're all done <laughs> it's nothing <laughs> it's so good like when they're making um when they're making breakfast for for there's a lot of breakfast in the movie for the mother who has had nervous breakdown and she's she's seen awful things awful things are happening and so there she she needs to rest because she's seen the housekeeper be thrown out a window after an incredible <laughs> sequence and so they're like oh no you need kathy says to her father you need to put milk in the omelet to make it fluffy it's been established they're making omelets Kathy brings the food up and the food is like a sandwich and meatloaf or something. It's not even a sandwich. It's two pieces of bread, an apple, and a piece of meatloaf. Yeah, there's no omelet. <laughs> even though we've established they're cooking her an omelet. And then they put the mom to bed, but the clock next to her bed says three o'clock. <laughs> like, I love this movie. It just makes no sense. Kathy has more abilities and powers than any possessed person ever has. I started listing them until I just stopped. <laughs> yeah, she can simulate an earthquake. She can teleport, which is... It's amazing that her mother will be talking to her and looking at her, and it'll go... And Kathy teleports across the room, and her mother's like, Stop that! Stop it, Nightcrawler! <laughs> <laughs> like, as if she didn't just teleport across the fucking room! Yeah, and she's getting mad at her. Yeah. <laughs> Stop your quantum physics. <laughs> it's just so good. It's so entertaining. <laughs> she can manifest snakes and rats and spiders. Uh-huh. She can make <laughs> like when she's carrying the food to her mother. And then we get the cool, like, stop-motion claymation yeah. of the food rotting, and there's maggots. But then the food goes back to normal. Yeah, she makes it rot. And you think, oh, she's going to give her mom, her mom's going to take a bite because she's, like, not feeling well. And then she's going to be like, oh, there's maggots in my two pieces of bread. Yeah. No. <laughs> Kathy just sets down the food as normal. Food is normal. <laughs> uh, she can make, she can manifest leeches. Her mother's taking a bath, and then the bath water turns to blood, and then she's covered in leeches for some reason for a second. Yeah, suddenly she's standing up covered in leeches. 
language just, you know, I don't know. There's something about, like, an eight-year-old calling someone a fat, dried-up whore that yeah. just... Oh, bitch! <laughs> yeah, it just really sends me. Like, I just love it. I really do. I also, I live for pitch adjusting. <laughs> yeah, it's just my yeah. favorite thing in a movie. And when they pitch it, like, so much of this movie just relies on pitch adjusting Kathy. So when she's... Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. It's just amazing. Uh, we get the medium that I had mentioned. And part of the reason why oh. this movie was on my mind was she played a bank teller in Little Girl Who Lives Down the Lane. And here she is, Agatha, the medium. The styling, everyone who was taken by Agatha in Little Girl Who Lives Down the Lane will be very happy to know the styling has been uh, saved and carries over her styling. Oh, yeah. And honestly, like, elevated. Oh, absolutely. Agatha. Why is Agatha not up there with, um, um, I forgot her name. <laughs> Tangina? Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Why is Agatha not, why is there not a Conjuring universe with Agatha just screaming and going, Rob! <laughs> she loves old things, she says. Yes, yeah. yeah, she because does. she's a medium. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. She get like Kathy yells at her and is like, "Don't ever come back here, you dried up old whore." And so she's like, "Okay," and then she runs outside and face plants in the snow. <laughs> That's the last time we see her. <laughs> it's just, it's just so perfect. Like I know this is a weird episode, but there's no way to go through this movie and go scene by scene and like no discuss it because it just doesn't make sense it just doesn't make sense no but in its own and i would say in its own world does it make sense no not necessarily it's just it just doesn't it just doesn't work but it works perfectly and how much of that is because like many horror films from this era and a little bit later that don't work but they are perfect it's canadian yeah. Not only right. that, this is like Canadian squared because it is French Canadian. This is French Canadian. This is a Quebec Quebecois <laughs> <Ian> film. <laughs> <laughs> is that French, Stacy? Quebecoisian, yeah. Perfect there we go. Anthony, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's uh, the director, Eddie Madelon, is French. Um, there's a great interview with him on the Blu ray. I love oh. him. He's a fucking treasure. Um, he actually, I looked at his filmography and he directed a bunch of Bridget Bardot music videos back in the really? late, late 60s. Yeah. Um, but he's really chill. I think he thinks this is a, probably a good movie. Which, <laughs> <laughs> which I say, well, how? But he's really humble and like got into some of the stuff, the behind the scenes stuff. And it's like how it's all practical effects. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way they did it, and the way they did it all very much on the cheap. Not that you can't tell, but they did it, like, so cheap. But in a way, it's like this movie found sort of ingenious ways to overcome its limitations. Yeah. Um, because Kathy has the ability to, like, break glass. Like, a lamp will shatter or whatever. And the way they did that was they had a guy with a gun shooting things. Whoa, really? <laughs> yeah. Whoa. 
Um, because they just didn't have the budget for it. The doll floating from one place to another was totally like a fishing rod with fishing line. Yeah, he's like, yeah, you yeah. Ju- you just do it enough times until you get a take where you can't see the string, basically. Oh, God. Um, the reason why the the scene we talked about it before we started recording, but the scene with the tarantula and the snakes and the rats and all that. And the reason why Paul, who's the caretaker, he's this old drunkard who's, like, (laughs) tasked with babysitting this possessed little girl. Who becomes his enabler. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's pouring drinks for him, and then all of a sudden there are snakes and a tarantula on him. And like you said, he's sitting, like, perfectly still. It's because they got all of those animals from a pet store. They went to a pet store and were like, what are the weirdest things you have? And he had like a tarantula and some snakes and some rats. And so they brought him back and they had the pet store owner there to supervise everything. And the pet store owner was like, when the tarantula is on you, she'll be fine, but don't move. Because if you move, you'll end up with like third degree burns from the bite. Like that's what it's going to feel like. So don't move when the tarantula is on you. Oh my God. What? So that's why he's perfectly stock still yeah and then the, the director said at the end of the day like they had him for a day or whatever and then they collected all the animals to bring him back and there was a snake missing oh no and they were like it was a rented house so i guess the snake just went somewhere that happens <laughs> that happens snake infestation happens yeah. and once you get a snake in your walls you're never you're gonna have a whole colony of snakes and they're just gonna yeah. come out of your toilet and hit your butt that's a fear of mine. <laughs> I see. I'm not afraid of snakes, but I'm afraid of something coming out. Those guys, those guys at the gay beach are like, out of the butt, you say. <laughs> Hold on, I'm packing a picnic basket. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's why that happened. Oh, watching that scene with the, with the, with drunk pirate Paul just sitting there, and he's completely, like, catatonic, and you think, like, oh, are the snakes hypnotizing him? What is, what is happening? But this, and it's a long sequence. It's a yeah. long sequence, and then he keeps moving. He kind of moves his leg, his feet, so as to not crush the little rats underneath him, which are really cute. And then all of a sudden, it's over, and then he just, like, goes back to drinking or whatever. And it's like, what? What? <laughs> what just happened? Did she hypnotize him? But he was afraid of the thing? What? <laughs> so that's why. He I, couldn't move. <laughs> here's the thing. I mad pro. I want the blue right now. I need. I immediately. I was like, I need this movie. It's perfect. So rewatchable. Yeah. Um. I need to watch that interview with the director. I and props to this direct to this Frenchman that made this film. I yeah. li- I I just so admire that. Like it's like it's like the guy that did um, dot com for murder, that also did the wind and all those movies. Mm-hmm. Like, just a. A well-meaning hack, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I kind of have, like, mad props and admiration for that, where you're just like, I don't know what I'm doing, I'm going to figure it out, and we're going to have something that I'm proud of, because it's like, I'm like I'm like a, a dad with a weird kid. Here's my weird kid, I'm so proud of him. Yeah. Yeah, he had tons of stories. Like, it was just all made fast and cheap. Um, like, the car at the beginning the old in the flashback scene it's like a 1940s car or whatever mm-hmm. and he's like the scene isn't that great and that's because they rented the car from a collector and they couldn't like do anything to the car they couldn't like scratch it he's like the guy was there on the set the whole time just a nervous wreck mm-hmm. and we had to pretend it crashed so we just did the best we could <laughs> like, <laughs> 
Or the scene, there's a scene where Kathy ends up in the lake, quote-unquote drowning. Yeah. The reason that's so fucked up is because they were filming in Canada at the start of winter, and it was freezing outside. And I guess back then, I mean, this movie came out in 1977. In that time, there were apparently no wetsuits for children. So they did the best they could, and they, like, put the smallest wetsuit on her that they could, and they stuffed it full of padding and everything. And he said that they knew they only had one take because the water was freezing. Oh, my God. (laughs) so they, like, broke ice. Like, the lake or whatever was frozen. The pond was frozen over. They broke through the ice, and they're like, okay, we have one take to do this. But when they put her in the water, she had so much padding and everything that she floated. (laughs) (laughs) Which is why she's supposed to be drowning. But in the long shots of her in the lake, she's clearly on the surface and her hair is completely dry. She's like, help, help. And then the scenes where she's like, and then they show close-ups of her going underwater like she's drowning. And they shot that at a local pool. (laughs) That had portholes on the outside of the pool. And so they just shot the camera because they couldn't afford an underwater camera. So she just went in the pool and pretended to drown. And they just pointed the camera through the porthole. That's filmmaking, everybody. I live. But when George, the dad, like rescues her from the pond and is carrying her out, you can her hair's dry. Like she wasn't drowning at all. It's because she floated. <laughs> have a wetsuit this they just made her an accidental life vest <laughs> yeah they got like the smallest one they could find they fucking just... broke the ice and threw a child in it yeah in a frozen lake that's amazing it's the 70s man wow yeah oh and yeah it's the 70s look at the styling in this film um the girl who played kathy her mother was the stylist on this and so her mother was always on set and Listen, so basically she wore all her own clothes. That woman is a legend. Yeah, she is. Kathy's a fucking fashion plate. Like, oh. everybody in the movie is a fashion plate, but Kathy, I'm like, damn, girl. That, right. like, that like red kind of Cody thing and then the white turtleneck underneath it. Mm-hmm. Oh, this movie, this movie, if you, if you um, are anything like I think we are, where you see that seven, that combo of the 70s yellow, orange, brown. Oh. And your heart just melts, and you're like, "Oh, just show me like a a, a, a owl macrame wall hanging, or like a pe- a mushroom jar in a kitchen." <laughs> yeah. And I am just alive. I'm alive, and I'm thriving. Turtlenecks, as far as the eyes can see. Oh my god, turtlenecks for days. The 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 house. The house in this film is legit gorgeous. Mm-hmm. There's ex- excellent wallpaper everywhere. Yes. Um, and I don't know about you, but I need one of those. I don't know what the hell it's called that Agatha was wearing in the last scene, but where it's like it's like a giant Captain Poncho raincoat, but just with little, <laughs> with little hand holes. No sleeves, but hand holes. Oh my god! Like yeah. This movie was. Is this movie is a is full of fashion? <laughs> it really is. Honestly, the mom's got some looks. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's such a wonderful movie. And I love that, like, like I said, the first time I saw it, I think I had it on one of those, like, remember the 50 packs that came uh, out? Uh-huh. <clears throat> it was on one of those, and it was the shorter cut, and it was such a bad print. It was like, 
the 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 placard at the beginning with the you know uh, George Gimble and his daughter whatever whatever was crooked and like <laughs> the whole movie just seemed like it was filtered through like a yellow green lens like just garbage and to to watch it on the Blu-ray is like I think that there we've kind of talked about this I think plenty of times on this show is like there's something so wonderful about taking a movie like this. And giving it that treatment of like restoring it, putting it on the Blu-ray, and it's like the movie looks fantastic now. Like it looks really great. <laughs> it's still trash, but like to like that's one of the things I love about horror movies and horror movie fans is like that we can revere the garbage. Yes, and this is such a prime example of that. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and honestly, I think you know. We'll look at movies like, uh, you know, like, like House or Houseu, you know, has that Criterion release. Mm-hmm. That movie is, I, that movie is just as bonkers, if not, you know, Kathy's Curse might be a little more bonkers. <laughs> well, nobody gets eaten by a piano in Kathy's Curse. Yeah. But like, who's to say that Kathy's Curse doesn't deserve a little afternoon in the sun? Right. I yeah. loved this film. I called yeah. it a film. That's extreme. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think The House is a good example of a movie that has its own logic that works because it's like its own dream logic versus Kathy's yeah. Curse. Where you're just like, you picked up two of a thousand shards and said, all done. Yeah. <laughs> you're, clear, you're clearly not all done. Yeah. House is like fantasy. Yes. Uh, yes. This. Yeah. This. We have the shards. We have... We have Agatha, like, getting possessed, screaming in, like, a demonic voice, and then walking outside after a nervous breakdown mom has been traumatized and saying, like, oh, well, that was fun. I'm sorry if it upset you. Bye! (laughs) You get, like, Kathy surveying her room for the first time and, like, and being, you know, meeting the little, finding the doll and all this stuff, and then we get the slow, ominous zoom in on a door. For no reason. For no reason. Like, the bottom of the bottom of the door the bottom of the door of a plain painted white door there not the not the ornate wallpaper that i want to get more detail of but the plain fucking door and then you make a mental note maybe that something happened with this maybe this is part of the mystery right maybe that's why they're showing up this no yeah, it's just very deliberate there's a music cue yeah. we are meant to look at this and then you're like it's just a door. There's just a door there. Just like the the foam wig head in the attic that has a circle challenge mannequin face painted on it. Like there's yeah. there's no reason for so many things in this movie and it is bliss. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, the big one is when Kathy teleports. <laughs> She's an omega level mutant. Yeah, and her mother just doesn't react to the fact that no. she teleported across the room. Stop Where that! Where the like, all of it is just, like, its own logic, and it's so wonderful. It's so wonderful. It's such a fun, 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 fun time. Yes, it is. Um, I'm so glad you saw it. I... <laughs> I'm so glad. I am Natalie Merchant, and I want to thank you for it. I just... <laughs> can't get enough i love kathy's curse i i feel like i've come home and just the act the act of watching this film being perplexed by this film and allowing yourself to just like tell your brain 
Shh. Yes. Baby girl, baby girl, let it all go. <laughs> just let just it. sit back, relax. Let the absurdity wash all down you like leeches in a bloody bathtub. <laughs> yeah, like, and I just love comparing it to its peers, meaning, like, exorcist post-exorcist and all like you think about the exorcist and it's like your mother sucks cocks in hell Uh pretty hardcore here kathy's like you filthy female cow (laughs) like wow kathy okay wow (laughs) she's making kids do improv games in which she's telling them misogynist lines that's she's just an unpleasant theater child (laughs) that's the threat of this film yeah. The entire problem is solved when <laughs> they cut the string that has the doll's eyes sewn closed, and for some reason that fixes everything. Even though just like them saying we're making an omelet for mom and then delivering meatloaf and two pieces of bread, the whole time the mom and drunk pirate Paul have been saying we have to burn the doll. It's all been leading towards burning the doll. Excuse me, burning the filthy rag. Sorry, burning the filthy <laughs> rag. And instead, they just, she just pulls one stitch off of an eye. Yeah. Which also is to imply that this cloth doll rag has eyelids that could be sewn shut. <laughs> because once she pulls it off, there's suddenly a big white eye underneath there. That lifts the curse. The glowing eyes in her Dorian Gray painting of her aunt just stop. <laughs> Everything is... Bunch of stuff shatters. And that's the end. A bunch of stuff gets shot by a guy off camera. (laughs) Yeah. I love this movie. (laughs) It's so good. I love this movie. Like we said, I just love that they made this movie. They had like 10 bucks. And they made this movie. And it's garnered a following at this point. Because how could it not? Once you see Kathy's Curse, there's no going back. (laughs) <laughs> it's one of those movies where even the title is just joyful God. I feel like in the title sequence they show the title twice <laughs> I hope so I feel like that happened listen I'm gonna go back and rewatch it I'll report back yeah I wonder how the picture quality was for you it must have been okay if you're watching the director's cut I it's think probably the same one as the blu-ray I think they just yeah I think it was that they just took that as a tra- that, that was the transfer um, yeah and it's it was it was stunning. I mean, as stunning as this movie can look. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me tell yeah. you that wallpaper popped. Wallpaper pops. Mm-hmm. But there are so many bootleg versions of it. If you look on like Amazon or something, there's like ten different versions of it. There's one DVD that has like a random. It says Kathy's Curse, but it's like a goth hot chick <laughs> on the cover. <laughs> It's like, wow, who bought it for that picture, oh, thinking they were going to get something else? I love that. Yeah, so it, if you find it on a 50-pack or whatever, it's out there. Real easy to find. I also love this goth hot chick named Kathy. Yeah. <laughs> um, not to say that not all Kathy's. Mistress Kathy. <laughs> Mistress Kathy. <laughs> find her on FetLife. Oh, God. Wow. What is the different in the non-director's cut? You the non-director's cut is much shorter. What it's they like take out? Shorter. Do they take they out the out... car crash in the beginning? 
The car crash it happens, but it just makes even less sense because it starts with them driving. So you don't even get the like, where's your mother? Hmm. Your, your mother's a bitch. Mm-hmm. It's like there's the placard that says like, the mother took George and so they're going after him. So they robbed me of that beautiful line. Yeah. It's the second line in the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just, I feel, I'm not sure. I It's been so long since I've seen the other version that I'd have to watch it again to see what's different. But okay. it's just stuff like that. So somehow it makes even less sense. But also the flip side of that is like the director's cut still doesn't make sense. Yeah. So, you know. It's a, I feel like there was less dad, maybe, in the director's, in the original. Oh, okay. There's a lot of dad. Kathy's this. weird dad. Who apparently works 18 hours a day. <laughs> yeah, he does. That's what he says, like, yeah, late in the movie. There's been no indication he works more than 15 minutes a day, but he's like, I've been working 18 hours a day. <laughs> sure, George. Sure, George. I love this movie so much. <laughs> it's perfect. It's so good. What a goddamn gem. I feel like I've fulfilled one of my missions on Earth. Now I can ascend to the heavens. You have. You got your wings, except they're meatloaf. and <laughs> yeah, um... <laughs> yeah. Two pieces of bread and an apple. <laughs> yeah, nobody's ever going to explain why. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, uh, new F- Stacy 2.0. Are you ready to place your head on the chopping block? way to say yes every week like you can't just say sure you can say uh-huh do you have to be the improv comedian <laughs> just say yes <laughs> yes and oh yes and that's important yes, and mm-hmm. anyway yeah i am you know oh like a day or two ago i know it's so boring to talk about dreams but i did have a dream about the chopping block oh that one of the oh. categories I made for you was just called musicals. And the first question was, what is a musical? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Where does that come from? So, how, how did I answer? Oh, I don't. I, we weren't actually playing. It was like me. I was, I must have been a stress dream. This is you writing a category. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like other people, their dreams are like, well, I don't know. I transformed into this creature and then I flew into outer space. And I'm like, I came up with a new category for the chopping. (laughs) I went to the store. Like my dreams are so boring always. Listen, when we're coming up with sometimes up to three categories a week. Sure. You reach the point where you're like, well, okay, next question. What is a musical? <laughs> <laughs> I relate to that stress dream. It's really, the chopping block is very stressful. Mm-hmm. It's very stressful, honestly. Um, to make the categories, to answer the questions, the whole thing is an exercise in stress. Oh, this is, this sh- uh, people, you enjoy joy. You experience joy listening to it. You t- tell us about it. We, we're very grateful for that. But, this is shaving off years of our, from our lives. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like Nancy at the end of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. It's like, where'd that gray streak come from? <laughs> from the chopping the block. Head, it came from the chopping block <laughs> is where it came from. <laughs> so, anyway... Feel free to tell people what the chopping block is. This could we need to bear in mind that every episode could be somebody's first episode of Gaylords of Darkness. Yeah, and they heard the fisting story and they turned it off. They sure did. So everyone that's listening now already knows, so we can skip it. <laughs> that's true. It's a question and answer game. It's a trivia a horror trivia game that we do here on Gaylords of Darkness. We create three categories from which the other chooses. Uh, each category has five questions you have 10 seconds to answer each question unless you call out i want the wig in which case when those words are uttered jamie lee curtis's wig that horrible piece of that horrible hay bale from the 1981 (laughs) film halloween 2 descends upon my head it confuses our non-binary executioner the heads they who is holding on to their non-binary flag and saying what is this in front of my eyes um in which case you get 10 more seconds you have 20 seconds total to answer the question is it 20 seconds that seems like a lot that's true that's true though it's true huh usually i just panic and die before that even happens yeah um if you get the questions right congratulations if you get any of them wrong you're dead it's over this has all been an exercise in shaving years off of our lives perfect that wig is so bad it's really bad it's so bad. It's really, it's, it, it goes in the category of egregious wigs, I find. Yeah, it does. Well, I don't remember. You went first. last time. Uh, well, I can't be held accountable every week. I did not write it down. I did not uh, force my brain to remember. And I don't care. Oh. <gasps> I so therefore, this. that's right. Uh, I don't know. Which one of us goes first? Who wants to? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did it, everyone. <laughs> yeah, this is an incredible show. <laughs> first and last episode for how many people? Uh, Ten. Well, okay. You answer first. How's that? Oh, no. Okay. Yeah? Wait, that means I'd say the answers right now? When I ask the questions. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> I can't get ahead of myself here. I was ready to tell you what a musical is. Uh, the, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is it? Um, it's how gay people uh, evade taxes. Okay, yeah. perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so you have one new category. After two weeks of three new categories, I said, you know what? I'm not doing that again. That was smart. That's right. So, category one this week is new musicals. No, just kidding. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, Your new new category this week is Blathy's Blurs. Shut up! Which (laughs) is all about... Uh, exorcist ripoffs from the 1970s. Oh! Uh, mostly I am looking for the name of a movie. In one case, I am not. Okay. But they are all exorcist ripoffs from the 70s. Uh, category two, The Bad Seeds. 
making a quick comeback from last week. Oh, yeah. That is all about plant-based horror movies. Oh. And category three, gals being pals. Oh. In which case, I name a couple of ladies who are lezzing out together in a horror movie. You tell me the name of the horror movie. Oh, they're lezzing out in horror movies? Yes. You just tell me their names? Yes, and you tell me what movie they're in. You don't describe them? Like, Flora wears flannel and lezzes out with Vin Vicky. (laughs) (laughs) It's just another night of gossip. It whispers. Oh my god, I was in innuendos last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? I saw Vin Vicky <laughs> making out with Flora. <laughs> Who's Flora? She wears flannel. <laughs> That's basically that's basically the plot of Fear Street, 1984. Everyone, y'all love that. Why not this? Uh, Vin Vicky is a gay icon. In a way, I think Vin Vicky's so funny. <laughs> okay. So it's not presented in that format. You just tell me two names. I just tell you two. So I would just say Flora, who wears flannel. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say who wears unless that was her name. I would just say Flora and Her full Vin name Vicky. is Flora, who wears flannel. <laughs> yeah. She's a Native American. She's a Native American name. <laughs> Vin Vicky. And Vin oh, Vicky. no. Uh, Flora wears Again, Blathie's Blurs, Blathie's Blurs, The Bad Seeds, Gals Being Pals. I appreciate, too, that it's Blurs and not Burst, because really it doesn't work. It has to be Blathie's Blurs. It has to be Blathie's Blurs. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Plant me. Oh, what's bad daddy. seeds? Plant me, daddy. <laughs> what's the bad <laughs> seeds? I like that. The bad seeds. I describe um, a uh, plant-based horror movie or something to do with plants and horror movies, and you tell me the name of the horror movie. Okay, okay, okay. All right. I can't think I of how one. you'll do. I don't yeah. know why I went with this category. <laughs> I think you'll get them. Okay. <clears throat> Question Uno. If this movie was called Space Plants, at some point Jennifer Jason Lee would have said Space Plants. <laughs> what? That's the question? Yeah. Is Jennifer Jason Lee in it? Yes. Oh. Oh, Annihilation. Yeah, ding ding. Wait, do I, I mean... get that? Because I had to ask Paul. <laughs> yeah, it was... You were past the time limit, but if it wasn't clear. Because Annihilation had those space plants. This is true. Tessa Thompson turned into a space plant. Well, I'm off to a great start. Okay, well, here we go. The chopping block gets better. 
um, as we <laughs> continue to live, I find. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Question two. Thank you. <laughs> no vegetables, no dessert. That's the rule in this movie written by Stephen King. Oh, the, the um, oh, the, I can't say the other title. Um, it's the, the, uh, the Sleepwalkers. Yes, ding, ding, ding. Oh, yeah. thank God. That was really scary for me. Because vegetables are plants. You see, my logic. Oh, that's how you made it work. Sure did. <laughs> Question three. Fall asleep. And a space plant will make a copy of you in this 1978 film. Invasion of the Body Snatchers! Yeah, ding, 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 ding. Which I love a space plant. Did you watch Make Tilly Snatchers? Oh, no, I forgot. Oh. <laughs> Continue. And listen, I've been playing Mass Effect. I haven't watched anything unless I had to watch it for something. Okay. It's true. Mass Effect has its vines in you. It is replicating it you. It does. I've been consumed by the Thorian. And it made you a have. clone of me. You have. I have. That's a space plant. That's okay. a pod person, but in Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. Man, Mass that's Effect. not to love. That's perfect. Okay. Question whatever. Stephen King turns into a space plant after touching meteor shit in which segment of Creepshow? Oh, I need the fucking title? Sure do. Um, it's the death of, of, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Jim Jam. Everybody knows. Dead. James. Oh, it was oh, the Jim. death of Vin Vicky. <laughs> the death of Vin Vicky. <laughs> Sorry, that segment is called The Lonesome Death of Jordy Verrill. Jordy Verrill, there we go. This will be very painful, Mr. Verrill. <laughs> that creepy it's, guy. Yeah. It's so good. Love creep show. Well, you died. I died. I barely should have made it past the first one. <laughs> but Probably, for... but I elucidation, you know. Yeah. It's okay. Well, I love plants. Plant horror. Yeah. I can only think of one others, but I love the. I love uh, there's the, only uh, only one more question. It's probably the, the one you're thinking of. Yeah. And a cell phone ring. Uh huh. And a that's twist, the one. The, a change from the book. Love the book. Yeah. The ruins, everybody. I love that book. It's very. It's very. Uh, I don't know. I really dig that book. It's really depressing. It's incredibly depressing. It's good. I like the movie. It's um different, but I like the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the movie's fine. Book it's is wicked brutal. gross. Yeah. Wicked gross. Yeah. Well, you would have gotten that one right. But unfortunately, you're dead. Unfortunately, I failed miserably. So <laughs> yeah. I did not get a chance to get it right. That's okay. That's all right. You did good, though. You did a great job. Four out of five. Thank three. You. No, well, no, three out of five. Yeah, three out of five. I only made it to three. Well, you got oh, the fourth the one. Oh, because the first one didn't count. You got the fourth one wrong. You got to the fourth question, but you did not get it correct. So you only got three, you see. Um, Stacy, I have three brand new categories for -uh. you. Nuh-uh. I have three brand new categories for you here well, on this day in the don't year of I our feel Lord. special. Yeah, uh, well, oh, I'm glad. I'm happy. Um, okay, your three categories are 
We have two Kathy's curse-centric ones, okay? Your first new category is they can't all be Kathy's curse, in which I name a nut... Well, well you, you name it, ideally. <laughs> I describe a 1977 horror movie through four words. They aren't four separate words. They're just... It's just a chain of four words, and you have to tell me what other 1977 horror movie, not Kathy's Curse, is being described. Okay. Makes sense? I love 1977. Oh, that's real good stuff, actually. It's a good real good year. stuff. Yeah, good real good year. Uh, so they can't all be Kathy's Curse. Your next category is something's something. And this is kind of inspired by your the something of someone, but this is also in uh, a, 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 a free-for-all category where you have 50 seconds to name five horror movies with titles in the style of Kathy's Curse. Oh, what? Being, you know, a name, a noun, followed by the possessive, or possessive noun. Does that make sense? Yeah, so like, um, my mind is already <clears throat> blank. Kathy's Curse, Cat's Eye. Oh, there's one. Don't think of them. Okay, so that's <laughs> that's something's something. Oh, I'm you not have, gonna get that one. Oh. You have 50 seconds to name five of them, but unless you call for the wig, you have 60 seconds. So that's something's something. And your third category today, completely unrelated, uh, is dial L for murder. <laughs> and this is this is trivia at the intersection of horror movies and L word actresses. Oh shit. You don't need to know the L word to know these uh, films. Basically, you just have to guess the film that an L word actress was acting in. Okay. So, <gasps> your three categories are they can't all be Kathy's curse, something's something, or dial L for murder. Fuck. Those are good categories. I like them all. I have fun making them. The something something sounds so hard. It's really hard. My brain is not coming up with anything for that. We both tried it, and it's really hard. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Okay. I mean, I want to do it, but I know I will die. I know I will die. Elder. Well, maybe if you win, maybe if you win, then you unlock the opportunity to do something, something. Oh, and okay. And embarrass yourself and revert your win. <laughs> okay. All or nothing, baby. I love 1977. 77 was a good year. Let's do 77. It's really? It's a great year. Yeah, it's a great year for horror movies. Hopefully I know them. Oh, you know all of these. Okay. You know all of these. So these are all horror films from 1977. Sans Kathy's Curse. I give you, I, I just chain together four words, or I just read four words to you, basically. You'll understand it when I go. And you just tell me what, tell me what the movie is, all right? They can't all be Kathy's Curse. Here we go. Number one. Nazi zombies. Peter Cushing. Oh, shockwaves. Ding, ding, ding. I guess I was expecting four things. Okay. It's just four words together. Some of them are just random words. Some of them are sentence-like. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're going to get, you're going to get these, Stacey. Okay. Next up, predatory German ballet lesbians. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, the Sentinels! Ding, ding, ding! (laughs) Moving on to three. 
predatory German ballet instructors. Suspiria! Ding, ding, ding! Okay, next up, we're on to four. Getting nervous now. We're on to four here. I think you're going to get these. Number four. Motorcycle accident armpit plague. (laughs) Rabbit! Ding, ding, ding! I never saw that remake. Did anyone? I won't see it, I'm sure. That's all we need to say about that. (laughs) (laughs) Number five. Stacey, look at you. You've made it all the way to the grand finale here. (laughs) All right, will you get this, though? This is four words, and this could be a challenge. Will you get this? Number number five. Honk, 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 honk. <laughs> the car! Ding, 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 ding. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Congratulations. Oh, I love 77. You could also, for that last one, you could have also said Kim and Kyle Richards. Kim and Kyle Richards. I had to do my finger counting. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Kyle Richards. That was almost one. In the end, I wanted to go with uh, Rebecca Gay Hart stylings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stylings. Oh, for sure. <laughs> the car. Oh, there God. were so many. I could have done Hills Have Eyes. I could have done Deathbed, The Bed That Eats. I could have Kingdom done Kingdom of the Spiders. Kingdom of the Spiders. There's so many great ones. It's a. It was a fantastic year for horror movies. All of these are classics, man. 77 and 81. Oh. Two great years. And you're telling me Kathy's curse doesn't come to the top, rise to the top in these conversations. I know. It should be in the same breath. <laughs> Suspiria. Okay. <laughs> Have you seen Kathy's curse, though? <laughs> Can't wait till Luca and Dave remake Kathy's curse. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> um, ah. So. Do we unlock? I won! Do you won, Stacy? And does that mean you get the chance to try your hand? Oh, do uh, at something, something. Oh, it's so hard. I just want you came up with one already. One is that out allowed? Of five. Is that allowed? Since you already came up with that. What the? Use it. I better. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Cat's eye. Well, here I'm gonna hit the clock. You have. 50 seconds to name five horror movies. Unless you come up for the wig, you get 60 seconds then. Five horror movies in the style of Kathy's Curse, a.k.a., you know, Possessive Mouse. And your time starts... That's fine. Your time starts now. Cat's eye! Uh Uh-huh. Cat's eye. Fat's eye. Cat's eye. Cat's eye. Jane's addiction. Cat's eye! Um, 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 cat's eye. <laughs> Kathy's curse. No. Nope. I'm trying to think of a name. Uh, um, Rebecca's, <laughs> Rebecca's blurs. Yeah. <laughs> Blatty's blurs. Cat's eye. Stop saying cat's eye. You already got it. Um, uh, I, um, I'm straining. You've been dead for 10 seconds now, but. <laughs> oh, I want the wig. <laughs> oh, that's how that works. All right, here we go. 10 more seconds. Um, cat, cat's eye. <laughs> 
can't fucking think of any. I mean, obviously. Yeah, I can't think of any. <laughs> How? That's so hard. <laughs> Roughly 73 seconds to answer. It's you could give me 73 days. What's a... Don't, a, don't tell me. Well, think of a whole song. <laughs> Dolls parts. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, lady. <laughs> This when Jason and I were trying to come up with this, I was like, "Yours next!" <laughs> like, I, it's so <laughs> yeah. hard. Somebody's something. Oh, Pinocchio's Revenge. What? That's a movie. Sure is. Okay, <laughs> I love that. That's the one you. Come <laughs> <up>. <laughs> Pinocchio's Revenge. And with such a plum. Think of a. Think of some Indonesian. Think of an Indonesian one, maybe. Oh, 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 okay. Oh, the Devil's Rejects. Here we go. Devil's Rejects. That's not Indonesian. Oh, I know, but I'm going there. Okay. Devil's Rejects, uh, the Devil's uh, Doorway, the Devil's Daughter. If, you, See, if I had thought of the word devil, I could have gotten it. Once you once you bring up the devil or Satan, then they start flowing. Satan's Satan slaves. slaves. Yep. Satan's cheerleaders. Oh, fuck off. That's the question, though, is Devil's Rejects, does that count? Because technically it's the, just like there's the Demon's Rook, there's the Devil's Backbone, but do those count? So we could have also accepted um, <clears throat> Rosemary's Baby. Never heard of it. <laughs> the whole song, Jennifer's Body. I don't know what that is. Jacob's Ladder. Uh, Frankenstein's Army. Never heard of any of these obscure Ooh. movies. What about Pinocchio's Revenge? <laughs> that, that did not make our list. <laughs> we also came up with, Jason came up with Grandmother's House and Christina's House. I have no idea what those are. Um, I feel like Salem's Lot kind of it fits. Technically it's a noun and a possessive. Yeah, right. Devil's Pass. Dracula's Daughter. Dracula's Daughter, there's one. Fine. So I didn't just fail. It turns out I failed miserably. <laughs> well, whatever. You know what, Anthony? You can strike me down, but I will become more powerful. Is that true? It is. <laughs> strike me down. Go ahead. <laughs> Standing there holding up your Mama Moo album in front of you. <laughs> your cloak, your Jedi cloak. That's right. Strike me down. Mama Moo and I are coming back for you. <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> no, it's a real hard category. You did a noble effort. Cat's Eye did not make my list. Oh, well, I won. That was just a bonus. You won, Stacey. That's what matters. I finally won again. You did. How exciting. On this day of all days where I got to talk about Kathy's curse oh. and fisting. <laughs> And I won the chopping block. What a banner day. Right? And now you still have an L word category waiting for you just to, to tease you into opening the floodgates of watching, binge watching that entire show with me and then doing another podcast about it. I was actually thinking about that yesterday. There's our eighth podcast. There you go. Oh my God. The L word podcast. That's right. Mm -hmm. You were thinking about starting the L word. Mm -hmm. Well, I was thinking I could only do it if there was going to be, a, if we did a podcast or something, because I saw 
a gif or something and i was just like i can't there's there's no way i could just like sit on my couch by myself and watch this unless there was some purpose behind it some master plan you have to gain something from it exactly you can't just you can't just let it bleed you dry yeah because otherwise i will just cringe myself into a black hole and wink out of existence So anyway, what happened to her? Well, she collapsed into herself. She, she watched the L word. <laughs> <laughs> the fabric of space time bent around her. <laughs> she went past the event horizon, and that was yeah, the end of that. One woman event horizon after the L word. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love the L word. It's so bad. Uh, okay. We learned a lot today. Learned a lot today good for us good for everybody else was it no (laughs) nothing was gained listeners do you feel that you have benefited from today (laughs) (laughs) is your life better twitter (laughs) is your life better after having heard this episode where are you on the mood elevator after having listened to this oh sure where are you on the i don't know the pain scale. I'm done with the jokes. I'm done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow, for a haunted tome made out of skin, it's so loosely structured, yet informative. I know, right? Uh- Is it over? It's glowing and spinning on its own, so I'm gonna guess yes. Ah, Oh oh my my god! God. Oh Oh my my god! God. Tune in next time for more Gaylords of Darkness! (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.